0: Okay, so I'm live. This is going to be a real quick one. A listener, a new subscriber, Jay, reached out by email. Hello, Jay, this is a shout out to you. Uh, Jay asked me about doing a rebuttal video or trying to refute this video by James Fodor. I don't know how you pronounce his name, Fodor. Five hundred arguments against Christianity, and uh, as it happens the co-host is Digital Gnosis otherwise known as Nathan, Nathan Ormond, who has been on my channel a couple times. Uh, You can see he was here the first time, back in, what was that, I can't see that, why can't I see this? That's where I can't see the, the date of this. But uh, the second time it was on in 2020, back in February. Uh, these are the videos here. You can go ahead and listen to them if you like. Okay, this was 2019, the first interview, 2019, 30th of October. And uh, the second one was a live, it was a live guest. But there. Uh, their video here with silly banter and jokes, um, it's hard to take seriously, uh, they don't want it to be taken seriously, I guess they're sending up some Christian YouTube channel that put out a video with, uh, 150 or so proofs, arguments for Christianity, I don't know, I, I haven't really dug too deeply into this, but, uh, I'm thinking I could go through it. It's 7 hours, 22 minutes, so it's a lot to go through. But uh, I jumped through it quickly. Uh, everything I heard was really inane, uh, poor reasoning. But today what I'm going to do, I'm not going to go through any of their arguments, I'm just going to refute all 500 plus arguments. Because they make... It's hard, it's hard to say how many, exactly how many arguments they make in this video. They claim to make 500-plus arguments. But I'm just going to refute them all in one fell swoop uh, by pointing out that arguments imply God, arguments imply free will, arguments imply the supernatural. argument The word argument comes from Latin. And, uh, it means uh, to enlighten, to show someone the error of their ways and uh, it's possible to err that means that we have free will we have truth and then we have lies and error so this in and of itself is enough to disprove atheism but the fact that you're making an argument means that you're reasoning and there is no reasoning without free will everyone knows this if you can't reason freely if you can't weigh the options and come to a decision. A reasoned decision. This is what it means to reason. It means to look at the options and to select, using your free will, to select among the options of what you think is possible. And uh, again, this, this notion of possibility refutes atheism. The only thing the atheist can do is say it is what it is. Because hard determinism is the case. And if you're willing to go out on a limb and try to hide behind quantum effects and say that not everything is determined and some things are truly random, meaning that there are uncaused effects, if you're willing to say that, then great. That's just making your worldview even that much less credible and more insane because There's no way to get free will out of randomness. There's no way to get free will out of uncaused effects. It doesn't help your cause, it just hurts your cause. It just makes you look more and more ridiculous. But these people, typically, they don't believe in free will. When pressed on it, they will admit that there is no free will. And these people also, when pressed on it, will admit that they believe sincerely that they are apes, that they... Uh, evolved from apes and that they themselves are apes. And every other uh, clade right down to the eukaryote and beyond. So it's hard to take the atheist seriously. It really is hard to take the atheist seriously. And it's the same thing with the agnostic. When I first interviewed Nathan, he was claiming to be a Christian or Protestant and uh, it's a nice chat that we had I suggest you go and listen to it but the second time we chatted he had recourse to what I call inordinate agnosticism where he doubts not only those things that are faith based but he doubted at that time uh, this is back in February of 2020 at that time he was doubting everything he was not certain of anything but the fact that he is a being that has experiences. Uh, I forget exactly how he phrased it but you can listen to the interview for yourself. And When I pressed him on this question of his agnosticism, is he agnostic about his agnosticism or does he have certainty about his agnosticism, he admitted that uh, there's only one thing that he is certain of and that, that, he, that he is something that has experiences. I forget how he phrased it, something like that. Well, It's all well and good to abandon our faith-based beliefs. I think it's a great exercise. That's how I came to God. Radical doubt, applying radical doubt to your faith-based beliefs and getting rid of all of them. And then you end up with the one empirical fact that we cannot deny, which is I am. And then from there, once once you've actually confronted the reality of being, per se being, the raw fact of being, once you've confronted that, you've been overwhelmed by the weight of that existentially, then you can use pure reason. If you have your wits about you, you can use pure reason to discover that you are not in fact the source of your own existence, therefore God. So even agnosticism is proof of the existence of God. Everything is proof of the existence of God. Everything. I don't want to belabor the point here, I'm going to um, possibly pick apart some of their arguments, even though they deserve more ridicule uh, than anything else, they don't deserve to be refuted, but for the sake of the listener who might be a Christian, or a monotheist at least, I may go through some of their inane arguments, and every one of their arguments is inane, illogical, irrational, absurd, and silly and stupid okay so i may go through that but for now i'm going to wrap it up i'm just going to play the final thought of nathan back in october of 2019 this is what he had to say leave it there so we'll talk soon take care god bless but at the end of my interviews i do ask my guests to end the show so just to wrap up what do you think you might be able to say to anyone that's out there now yeah, I mean, I just say, even if you're an atheist, or if you've never kind of heard this stuff before, to really just revisit some of maybe these philosophical proofs, maybe certainly the Bible, what the Gospels have to say. Just read them and see how, what it speaks to your heart and what what have you got to lose, kind of like Pascal's wager. If God is there, maybe he will speak to your heart and maybe it'll change your life like it has done mine.